Hello everyone and welcome to The Wrap, brought to you by Michigan Medicine Headlines. I'm Dan Elman with the Department of Communication. And I'm this week's co-host, Jeremy Fallis, also with the Department of Communication. Today we have an inspirational episode of The Wrap as we meet the voices behind an inspirational new tune, The Spark, which was written in honor of frontline employees at Michigan Medicine. Now before we begin that discussion, be sure you go back and check out any episodes of The Wrap you may have missed. There's certain to be music to your ears. You can find the shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast hosting platform. New episodes debut weekly and can always be found as part of the Headlines Week in Review and on the Michigan Medicine YouTube channel. All right, so today we are joined by three students in the University of Michigan School of Music, Theater, and Dance who came together to write The Spark. First, let's have them all introduce yourselves. Chris, why don't you go first? Sure. Um, hello, uh, everyone listening in. Um, my name is Christopher Tamayo. I'm a senior musical theater student at the University of Michigan and one of the co-writers on The Spark. Um, my name is Andrew Sakala. I am also a senior musical theater major and also a co-writer on The Spark. Hi, I'm Helen Shen. I'm also a senior musical theater major. And all three of us also happen to be um, musical theater composition minors as well under Professor Lynn Schenkel. Excellent. So let's start at the beginning. How did the three of you become involved in this project? Yeah, I can say I can take this one. Um, on the note of Lynn Schenkel, Lynn Schenkel actually reached out to the three of us. Um, uh, we have the three of us have at various points in our academic career taken her composition class that's offered through, uh, you know, through our program. And she um, kind of she she showed us this opportunity like, hey, um, this might be a really cool thing. I believe she was in contact with um, Juanita Perry, um, who was with Michigan Medicine at the time. And uh, Lynn was like, hey, um, let, uh, this, there's this really cool opportunity, this opportunity to give back to, um, you know, to the community, the, the frontline workers who've been, you know, working extremely hard during this time, would you be up for it? And that was around like, uh, what was it, May, like late May, early June, when we started, you know, early, early talks about it. But yeah, it was, it was thanks to Lynn for, for, for tossing it our way. <laughs> yeah. And so once the idea was in place, what were some of the first steps that you all needed to take to try and get the process rolling beyond just wanting to contact you and Lynn contacting you? We definitely wanted to get um, accounts from nurses firsthand and frontline workers firsthand, um, because it was important to us that we were amplifying the thoughts and feelings of nurses instead of um, creating them out of thin air or like thinking about what our perceptions were. Um, so we were on a couple of Zooms that um, were organized by Juanita Perry and Lynn that had um, nurses representing many different wings of the hospital. Um, and we took direct quotes and their accounts and tried to boil down what we'd heard into themes that we wanted to impact with the song. Yeah, so what were some of those themes that, that you took away from those meetings that you had with nurses? I think the big one, at least for me, um, was this community that felt like it was being built in the in the hospital. Um, I think we expected there to be a lot of um, sadness and exhaustion, which there certainly was on these Zoom calls, but I don't think any of us expected how much um, like visible resilience that there would be on these calls. Um, and just uh, gratitude and partnership for their fellow employees and fellow nurses. At least that was the big thing for me. So let's break down the, the song a little bit. Let's take us inside the songwriting process a little bit. What were the three parts that each of you played, uh, you know, aside from just obviously singing it and composing it, but like, how did, how did you come together to come up with the lyrics, the melodies, the instrumentals, like take us into it. 
Yeah, it's it's I will say that it is it, it's very challenging to kind of coordinate everything like as far as musical elements and lyrical elements like uh, over Zoom, you know, um, not having the ability to meet in person because the, the majority of this songwriting process took place over over the summer break. Um, and of course, everyone has has their own things going on. When we're ba all balancing like a million different things. But I think each of us. Um, yeah, we, we met together to discuss what we had. Um, what we had talked about in these group sessions with Michigan Medicine. Um, and I think probably the most important part was boiling down lyrically what was going on, um, because, you know, because we we just wanted to make sure that we were capturing an experience that was, you know, not our own, but, you know, be able to sympathize with what, with what um, you know, frontline workers and caretakers like position is. So lyrically, we each kind of took on like our own sections of the song. Um, you know, we would each take a verse and, and then the bridge and then another verse maybe. And then once we kind of had all those building blocks in place, we, we had to like, we would refine it and then we would send some drafts off, off to Lynn who would, you know, give some feedback and you say, hey, consider this, hey, consider that. Um, it was it was challenging because obviously we are very much not uh, nurses and um, healthcare workers. So we just wanted to make sure lyrically that we were representing um, the experience in a very respectful and accurate way, you know. Because I think it also should be said that we we decided pretty early on that we didn't want to make this a song from our perspective necessarily as like a thank you song to the nurses because I think that turns um, kind of just trite and it can sound condescending a little bit sometimes if you try to do that. So I think we wanted to make it um, a reflection of the community that we saw in these Zoom calls. So we decided early that it would be from the nurses' perspectives talking to their fellow nurses about celebrating that the hand and can community, the building of that spark. Um, and I think that was just really important to us. For those who don't write music, like 99% of us, uh, can you just break down how that goes? Does does the melody and the music come first? Do the lyrics come first? Does it you know change based on the song? How does that process work? That's a question that I would also like the answer to. <laughs> <laughs> it seems a bit like the chicken or the egg conundrum where different um, different songs require different things and different partnerships require different things. So um, not to toot my counterpart's horns for a second, but um, they're both incredible musicians and artists, but completely different from how I work. And so when we're all bringing in our um, independent skill sets and perspectives into a collaborative space like that, we kind of have to just shift and see what would be the most um, conducive way to tell the story. I think probably this song started with the lyric because we wanted it to we wanted it to be as truthful as possible and not have it be dictated by the music before. So I think it depends on the story and it depends on the project. Mm -hmm. Well, for those of you who haven't heard it, let's take a listen to part of the song. It really is very, uh, it's, it's incredible. And as we've mentioned, inspirational. So let's take a quick listen. Fighting for tomorrow's chance for the world that's in our hands. We'll watch fireworks and know we were the spot. And on the day we meet again, a sea of people, see our friends, take a
right. So what has the response been like since the song came out last week? Um, I will say to people uh, in our program, a lot of our faculty members and professors have been very, you know, supportive and ex extremely happy with what we were able what we were able to do for the Michigan medicine community. Um, obviously, as as performing artists, our, our goal is to kind of get out into the real world and kind of find some applications for, you know, what we learn how to do, how we learn to creatively express ourselves. So um, obviously, Lynn Schenkel, um, our, our, the chair of our department, um, Michael McElroy, um, Professor Catherine Walker, I remember we were at a, we were, Andrew and I were at a Fiddler on the Roof rehearsal, and she she was very, she was ebullient, um, just ecstatic at, you know, at the, <laughs> forgive my... <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but it sounds good. So go I on. I hope I'm using it right. I, I think I've been <laughs> using it right. But yes, just I think it's really encouraging to hear that kind of encouragement and validation from our professors because you know we're at a very pivotal point in our in our lives as senior undergraduates. You know, hoping like is what we're learning is what we're doing like really like really good and really applicable. But this is such an important this is such an important cause. Um, so I, I'm just uh, really grateful for the support that we've received from our educators as far as the reception is concerned. I also think like uh, Chris was sort of talking about this and that it's an interesting time in our lives as seniors entering the, the business, but also as musical theater majors in, in COVID, we, uh, our business has been affected largely by this as everyone's has. Um, but I think it's it can be tempting as songwriters to just um, sit back and kind of like record this time in history. But um, as we talked about a little bit with the article that came out a few days ago, um, it felt good to be a part of like making some positive change in this time as artists and putting something forward that felt like it was speaking to someone and um, benefiting somebody's lives instead of just um, taking a snapshot of it. Well, and building off that, so what's the, you know, maybe Helen, this is a good place for you to answer. What's the one message you want people to hear, of, you know, from the song and take away from it? Absolutely. Um, I think well, the main point is that we're certainly not out of the pandemic yet. And it has taken all hands on deck to protect each other and support each other. And it still does take all hands on deck to do that. And taking care of ourselves physically and wearing masks and getting vaccinated and getting boosted, but also being emotionally there for each other and taking care of ourselves in more holistic ways than just physically. Yeah, I, and I think that's exactly what this video did and what this, this music did. So thank you to the three of you for the project that you worked on for joining us here on The Wrap today. If you haven't seen the entire Spark video, it's a must watch. Go to mmheadlines.org and search for The Spark to take a listen. That's mmheadlines.org. All right, and while you're at Headlines, check out other featured stories from this past week. For instance, there was a profile of postdoc researcher Dr. Isha Verma and a Q&A with Dr. Amir Gaffari, the chief clinical officer for the UN Medical Group. Find all of that and more at mmheadlines.org. All right, it's time for the lightning round where we ask someone four quick fire questions. Today, Jeremy, you're going to be in the hot seat. You ready to go? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. Now, obviously, the theme of this episode has been music. So what's your favorite music group or band? Uh, my favorite music group would probably be Jimmy Eat World. Nice. I like that. Uh, now, you moved to Michigan in the past five years or so. What have you liked most about your new home state? 
Uh, one of the things I like the most about Michigan is the fact that I've been able to like learn and discover so many cool things about the state. You know, having grown up on the West Coast and on the East Coast, um, Michigan's definitely a place that I honestly would either fly through or fly over, um, or I would visit at work. So, um, you know, I didn't ever get to explore beyond Ann Arbor or Detroit before, but the fact that there are so many great things within the state, wonderful beaches, wonderful parks, uh, great places to vacation and eat and, you know, take the kids and, and be, it's a wonderful place to raise my family. So I really love it here. All right. Uh, let's get away from Michigan for a bit because earlier this week was national plan your vacation day. Jeremy, what's your perfect vacation? My perfect freak vacation. Uh, well, I would, it'd be something that would be like chock full of activities somewhere overseas, probably in Europe. Um, I love going uh, across the ocean and visiting places like Germany or France or you know, Italy. Um, currently, I have, the next vacation we have planned hopefully is to Disney as long as COVID doesn't cancel that. Absolutely. All right. Now you have been working with the nursing team here at Michigan Medicine for not too long. Uh, besides having the chance to co-host the wrap with me, what's been your favorite part of the job? Uh, you know what, this week uh, we are going through our magnet redesignation visit and we have a, a ton of things going on uh, all related to that. Um, you can see the background hail to the front line. We've done a bunch of graphical elements, wonderful promotion and communications with a lot of folks. Um, and leading into this, the fact that we were able to get the spark out in time for that magnet redesignation and show that to our appraisers uh, as well as the welcome video. Uh, those have been two of the most consequential things I've worked on so far since joining nursing. And it's been a wonderfully gratifying thing to do and, and it makes the work all that much better to do. Awesome. Look at you bringing it full circle back to the spark. That, that takes talent right there. Uh, so thank you, Jeremy, for uh, for your efforts. All right, it's time for the weekly trivia contest. Last week, we asked listeners, who delivered the Martin Luther King Jr. Health Sciences Lecture? The answer was Dr. Lakeisha Butler. Congratulations to Stephanie Shear, who sent in the correct answer. Now for this week's question, here's Jeremy. This week's question is, Professor of Internal Medicine Akbar Waji is performing important global health work in which country? Once again, Professor of Internal Medicine, Akbar Walji, is performing important global health work in which country? You can find the answer in this week's headline story. And once you know it, send it to headlines at med.umich.edu for the chance to win a prize. That's all the time we have for this week. Thank you so much, Helen, Chris, and Andrew for joining us today. And thanks as always to all of our listeners and viewers for everything you do for patients, families, and each other. We'll see you next week.